435b to Acts 5-2, there are no needy people among them. From time to time, those who owned fields or houses sold them, bought the money and gave it to the apostles. When the money was like, given to anyone who needed it. One of the believers was named Joseph, a Levite born in Cyprus. The apostles called him Barnabas, which means the one who encourages. Joseph owned a field, sold it, bought the money and gave it to the apostles. But a man named Ananus and his wife Sapphira sold some land. He kept back part of the money for himself. His wife knew about this and agreed to it. But he bought the rest of the money and gave it to the apostles. Now handing on to Emma. I wonder what kind of music you like to listen to. I love music. It's something that we have on in our house all the time. And I tend to flip between uh, worship music and musical theatre. Now, I'm a musical theatre gal, always have been, love uh, shows and plays, and um, I always have a, a musical that I'm particularly loving at that moment in time, and I generally listen to it on repeat for a few weeks at a time, so that uh, I get, until I get to a point where I can sing basically the entire musical um, and be pretty much every character in the musical, um, we're off by heart. Uh, much to Callum's uh, frustration, I'm sure, at times. Um, now, my favourite musical that I've been listening to at the moment um, is a musical called Come From Away. Now, it's a Canadian musical and it was in the West End before lockdown shut down theatres earlier this year. Um, and it's based on a true story. It's based on a town in Canada um, where 7,000 passengers um, arrived and became stranded uh, in 9-11. Now, for those of you who are too young to remember what happened, on September the 11th in 2001, um, there was a big terrorist attack in America. Um, and as a result, they shut the American airspace, which meant that no planes were allowed to fly in or over America for a few days. Now, all the planes that were on their way to America and um, when it got shut has to, had to go somewhere. And um, there was a particular little town in Canada called Gander where 38 planes and all of their passengers landed. And what happened is that town almost doubled in size overnight and all these people arrived there. And um, the story and what is told in this musical, Come From Away, is all about how this little community of Gander rallied together um, to make sure that everybody had what they needed. So they opened up churches and schools for people to sleep in. Um, they cooked everyone meals. They got people medication that needed it. Um, they uh, made sure everyone had a phone and some internet access so they could contact their loved ones and let them know they were okay. Um, they worked round the clock. They went above and beyond to make sure that nobody in their, that had arrived in their community um, needed anything. And that story of a community looking after each other during a difficult time is so inspiring that it's been made into a musical. And today's story uh, in the Bible that we are looking at uh, in the book of Acts also tells us a story about a similar community. A community that rallied together, that went above and beyond to make sure that nobody was in need. And this community was the early church. It's a story of a generous community supporting each other um, and making sure that nobody needed anything. It's how the first Christians lived. 
And in the start of today's reading, um, in Acts chapter 4, verse 34, we hear it starts by saying that there were no needy people among them. Now, can you imagine that? A world, a city, or even a street where nobody was in need. I think that is pretty amazing um, and it's quite hard to imagine, but I think it's something that God wants us to strive for. In fact, I think it's part of the mission that he has called us to. Mission, no more need. So to be successful in this mission that God has set us as his people, to make sure that nobody around us is in need, um, the question we have to ask ourselves is how? How do we go about doing that? And a good place to start is to say, well, if that was the case in this passage, how did they do it there? And so if we look into this passage and we look a little bit before um, two from uh, verses 32 in um, Acts chapter four, it tells us all about how the church was looking after and supporting each other. It says that believers gathered up everything they had and they shared it out between them. And in this passage today, we hear about Barnabas who sold a field that he owned and he took all the money that he made from selling that field and he shared it out. He gave it to the disciples and they made sure that everybody had what they needed. This passage um, shows us how the generosity of the church meant that no one around them was in need. Now I have a question for us to think about this morning. Um, what is the most generous thing you have ever seen or experienced? What's the most generous thing you've ever seen or experienced? I'm going to give us just a few um, seconds to have a think um, about an example of generosity or chat to those around you um, about what is the most generous thing you've ever seen or experienced. Now, I can think of a number of times that people have been generous to us and me and my family. Um, particularly recently, I can think of times when people have sent us things or given us money or shared their time and their skills with us. Um, during lockdown, uh, this was even more um, so, wasn't it? People were being generous. And sometimes that generosity is from people that we know really well and we love a lot. And sometimes it's from people we don't know. Um, during uh, when we were all staying at home totally at the beginning of this COVID-19 um, epidemic, I, uh, our neighbours that we didn't know, we got to know them and they lent us um, all of their gardening tools so that we could spend the time um, sorting out our garden. It was super generous. And over the last six months, we've been in a really difficult time, haven't we? Um, for all of us in different ways, it's been a challenging season. And I think one of the things we have seen is that people's um, generosity has kind of come to the forefront. And the church has done amazing things during um, this time too. The church here, our churches, St Peter's and St Mark's, but also churches all across the country and all across the world have done amazing things, um, generously given their time and their energy and their possessions and their skills to look after people and to make sure that they are okay and encourage them during a difficult time. 
Um, if we read on in this story today, so we've heard about Barnabas and how he gave his, he sold his possessions um, and he gave the money to the church to be used to support those in need. If we read on, we see, um, we hear the story of Ananias and Sapphira. Now, we're not going to um, totally go down that story because it's a complicated story and it deserves a whole host of time um, in itself. Um, but that story really just shows us how important it is to God that we live our lives in the way that he's asked us to. That we give our whole selves to God, to our community, that we live honestly, that we um, trust him and that we live in this way that he has designed us to be. So Ananias and Sapphira didn't um, give everything that they had. They were um, actually lying and uh, being deceitful. And we see in the story how God, um, it's just not the way that God planned for us to live. Because God asks us as Christians to generously give ourselves to him. He asks us to give everything that we have to him. And I think that's partly because he gave everything he had to us. He asks us to give our time and our money and our talents and the things that we have, everything back to him. And one of the ways we can give ourselves back to him is to give ourselves to his people, to give our things and our hearts to uh, his church, the church family and to our community, to the people around us. And this is a message for all of us, whatever age we are, however we're feeling, whatever we're going through, I believe that God has given us things um, that he wants us to share generously with those around us. And it reminds me, I don't know whether any of you uh, collect uh, collection cards, um, it reminds me a bit of this, so uh, you can collect cards like Pokemon cards or Lego cards or football cards and the idea is that there are a whole host of them and you want to try and get a full set and uh, people have these books that they put their cards in and they look after them very nicely, um, someone was showing me all their Pokemon cards the other day uh, and the idea is that you go into a shop, you buy your cards and they come in a little plastic or a little foil packet and so you can't see what's inside your cards. So when you get home you excitedly open your Pokemon cards or your Lego cards and you look at what you've bought or been given and when you look at them you realise that some of them you probably already have in your collection. You don't need another one um, but some of them you might need and you might have been waiting for to fill your collection and then what you do often with the ones you don't need or the ones you have lots of you go and find your friends and you swap them. You might be like well I have four Jigglypuffs and I want I don't know, another Pokemon card from you and you've got what I need and I've got what you need, so let's swap and we share. And um, it helps each other to fill up their sets. And in the same way, I think that's how God made us to function as a church and as a community. He's given me things that I can share with you and he's given you things that you can share with me and with each other. And in that way, he wants us to meet each other's needs so that there are no needy people among us. Now, it's not to do with the amount that we give, it's to do with our hearts and how we feel when we're giving. There's another story in the Bible, um, in the book of Mark, that talks about a, uh, a widow's offering, a lady's offering, and Jesus tells his disciples that he is more impressed with a lady who just gives a couple of coins um, than all of the people that were throwing in all of their money into the, loads of money into the pot. And Jesus tells his disciples he's impressed with this lady because it might not be a lot of money, 
but she gave generously. She gave with a generous heart of everything she had. And Jesus says that the people that were giving lots of money, their hearts just weren't as generous. And so we, it's not about how much we give, it's about how we give with a generous heart. And I think this is a challenge that God wants to set us all today. As a church, um, as people of God, he wants us to look around and to give generously to our uh, to each other, to our families, to our communities, um, all as part of his mission to see people um, looked after, loved, and to see a world where there are fewer people in need. Uh, and I don't know about you, but that challenge is a big challenge to me, and I think it needs a change of heart. So what I would love to do is that first things first, I just would love to pray for us. So if you wanna get comfy and you might wanna shut your eyes to stop you getting distracted, um, and I'm gonna say a prayer. And uh, you might want to put your hands on your heart because we're gonna pray for God to give us generous hearts. Or you might want to hold your hands out like this as a way of saying, um, God, here, here I am and I'm giving myself to you. So let's get ourselves into a position where we can pray and I am gonna pray for us. God, thank you for this story of your church and how amazingly generous people were and how their generosity um, showed your love to people around them and made sure that people weren't in need. And God, we're sorry for the times that we are selfish and that we make decisions um, based on what we need and what um, how we're feeling and we forget to think of other people. And I pray right now, Holy Spirit, that you would turn our hearts towards you, that you would make our hearts generous, that you would help us to see how we are part of your plan to look after and encourage those around us. I'm going to leave a few seconds for us to have a think um, and maybe ask God for some ideas of what he might be wanting us to do at this time uh, to be part of his generous church. So God might pop an idea in your head. He might um, remind you of something in the Bible, but let's just wait um, for a few seconds to see if we can catch what God might be saying to us. you God that we are part of your mission and I pray that you would help us to um, be generous this week. Amen. So I wonder what it is that you can do to be part of God's generous church this week. Could you play with someone who uh, is otherwise on their own? Could you help uh, tidy up or do a job that is somebody else's? Could you uh, listen to people? Could you uh, Call somebody, write them a letter. Could you offer something practical, some babysitting or a meal or uh, to do somebody's washing? Um, I just encourage us as a church family to ask questions of those around us, to ask them, what do you need at the moment? And to think about how we can use our time, our talents, our gifts, our skills um, and our money and our possessions to help to meet the needs of those around us. Now we are going to carry on our service now um, as we draw to a close with a worship song um, to help us to connect and worship God, who is the most generous, loving God we can ask for.